0: West Limerick 102. The following is the podcast of County Views, as broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 7th of June, 2023, from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Paddy Donovan and Tom Ryan, Bertie Wall and Diane Nolan, as this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Good evening,
1: listeners. It is Wednesday evening once again, and a lovely, pleasant evening, following a uh, nice, Fine spell indeed for the past few weeks which is rather unusual in this part of the country indeed and i'm joined tonight by bertie wall and diane nolan and hopefully tom ryan will be joined here shortly if he's not held up in all the traffic heading southwards and our producer as, as usual it is jason smith so you're very, very welcome, folks, tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Now, the, 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 in the news the past couple of days, again, the, the NCT thing drops up again is a subject we've often referred to here over the years. And it looks like they're going to be fined, is it millions?
2: And it's gone on for years. It's hard to understand uh, why this, I mean, obviously there was a backlog built up during the covid but it's 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 hard to understand why it's, it's continuing. Now, uh, anecdotally, of course, we all know that an awful lot of people are being pulled back for second tests. That are, uh, to be quite frank about it, uh, are quite doubtful. Yes. Uh, and uh, I suppose the 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 need for a, an annual test as well should be questioned because the. The reliability of the modern car uh, and the sturdiness and efficiency of the modern car, um, I mean, it, it could be moved to two years until the car reaches the age of about ten years or eight years, I think, and it would certainly alleviate a lot of that.
1: Now, before we dig into the deep part of that now, I should say, of course, you're tuned to West Lamy Community Radio. On 06, and if you want to text in or call in on any topic, this program is called County Views. My name is Patrick Donovan. If you want to text in or call in 069 or 087 and of course, you will have heard there in the past day or two that Astrid Gilberto passed away, a lady who sold millions of records. but. We don't hear much of her indeed. I haven't rarely heard her on on local stations around these parts. And she had a huge hit way back, sold over two million. And it's the girl from Ipanema. The older generation will remember it indeed. And we'll hear it now, the girl from Ipanema.
0: Due to podcast regulations, we are unable to play that song on this podcast. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061 314 948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, TOD.ie.
1: That was and still is The Girl from Ipanema by Astrid Gilberto, who passed away aged 83 this week. And that one sold over two million. Seen many other hits as well. Just before we were done to that, as I said, you're tuned to Westerly Community Radio Broadcasting on 102 FM, and this program is called County View. is going out live until eleven o'clock on this Wednesday evening. And if you want to text in you know, or call in any top for any discussion, we discussed any topic to be discussed. Oh six nine six six two hundred or oh eight seven one double six nine eight hundred. And just before the, the record there, we we're talking about the NCT backlog and this Irish system we have and on the panel tonight, of course, is Dr. Wall, Diane Nolan and Tom Ryan. And welcome back, Tom, and we are glad you were about it. Diane?
3: Yeah, well, I suppose it's another kind of outsourced service that is run on contract that is not working out for us. And... There seem to be no factoring in that with the cost of living crisis, there is more older cars on the road. So they're the cars that have to be tested every year. And that is having a huge impact uh, on, on the waiting lists as well. Uh, and rather than helping with um speeding things up possibly instead the government is now looking for more information from your nct test uh, in terms of uh, emissions and other such things i think there's now four new categories that they're actually recording information on so uh, things are getting more complicated not less
1: that's life Things are getting more complicated, Tom. Well, Pat, you know, this
4: is, a, don't to be a bit of a joke. It's not a joke because we've discussed it in the, pro, in the programme now for the last maybe couple of years now. And it's, it's unbelievable the way a government, and especially a department of the... Is it under the environment or is it local? Transport. Lo, transport, yeah. yeah. That, that, that a transport-like uh, department can just watch what's going on and it, it, where people are being annoyed and where being convinced and the delays and all the hassle and at the same time they've been pulled up on the road and they have been cars being taken off them you know i mean and it's just, it's an, it's an idea like you see as dan has rightly said so let it out to a foreign operation again. Like we've done uh, every, are we, have we lost our competence completely in this country to run anything? You know, the next thing now that we're we, that we looking at staring down the barrel is Irish water. Because we have run that now, like. And wh- who are we going to give that to? You know, I mean, and this is, the, this is what we're dealing with at government level and at management level in the, in the, at the cabinet table
1: as you've me said many a time in the past tom the english system they bring it into an authorized garage or here main dealers whichever will be the case simple system you take your car into the main dealer and checks it out in ireland you bring it in for service to the main dealer and then you've got to go down to this company nct to
4: have another look at it afterwards it doesn't add up does it it doesn't add up you see but that pat as well you see with a lot of throat merchants as well been tolerated like and been and been facilitated you see as well and being ignored by the authorities as well so like in other words i i i, I wouldn't be in favor of handing it over to, to the a lot of the actual establishments that are there at the moment and anyway, i'll that but it, there has to be a, a national system brought in owned and ran by the people and by the by the Irish themselves.
1: Well, this English system you're bringing to a, a, an NCT or an MOT as they call it, and if there's a tyre a lamp, whatever, they fix it, and your car is checked out like
2: a full service, so to speak, and away you go. Well, the other issue, and uh, it was raised here by my colleague about uh, older cars, um, I mean, most cars up to ten years now uh, are in, are still in very good condition. Mm. And anecdotally, looking at the, the registration of cars, there's, there's very few cars over that on on, on the road. I, I would say they're a minority. Um, but I mean, cars up to eight or ten years requiring a test every year is is a, is a bit of a joke. It's a money racket. Uh, and they, this uh, retest for a bit of a bulb that isn't lighting as as, as as strongly as the one at the other side of the car uh, we've had situations where a bit of moisture on the bottom of the of the, the glass in front of a, yeah. of a headlight, and this kind yeah. of a thing um, and uh, being sent back and it's you know it's all just filling up the space uh, again I, I put degree more do we have to outsource everything and, you know uh, look at the lotto as well the lotto's oh.
4: Oh, uh, well, another job. Yeah, like, absolutely, uh, you, you it's know, another joke. Another racket as well. Another racket. And uh, but you see, the thing about it is what, what, what I can't understand is how well are our, our government and our our ministers and our our TDs in the dial that we sent and we, we elect. How shall I mean? Everybody, it, we, it, it looks like now. as we'll have to hand over the run the country to Joe Duffy. You know, because that's the only place now that, that people can can hear their views, and they're talking about citizens and and all this kind of rubbish. Like when we have a, a doll here and elected by the people, but they're not they're not highlighting or they're not doing their job. And in this situation, the inconvenience and that's been caused to people by the by the delay and by, as you rightly said, with small little trivialities like that could be cleared up in one two seconds, you know, and no, I have to come back again. And say, no, is there an additional fee for that or is there okay. a, some, some bit of a fee anyway? Sorry, is there an additional no, fee and we that?
1: also have the situation where if you get your car serviced, uh, I mean NCT, and if you're late coming in, which is obviously happening now because of their own fault, but if you happen to, the car happened to be lying idle and you decided to pull it out and it was due for... Uh, nct in the 10th of august and you bring it in today at the 10th of june you will only get a certificate for two months which okay, is an unbelievably yes. racket yeah, absolutely well, it is. if you bring it and in I the mean, tw- 10th of august you'll get 12 months but bring it in the, the 10th of july you'll only get one month and mm-hmm. go back again in month's time
3: i mean and we could change those rules during COVID. so when all the tests were pushed pushed back Uh, and you had your certificate for another six months and then you were doing your test six months later than you should have, then they were giving you 12 months. So it's not like these things are set in stone in legislation. Uh, We know that this has been done before. Uh, and certainly there is obviously wriggle room there in terms of the um, English model that you were talking about. I would have concerns because I think the way things are doled out in this country, it would only go to garages that have certain levels of um, insurance cover, just like it, it is for building contracts and things like that. And I think, again, that smaller garages will be wiped out with it. That's but just they, the they, way that they, they
1: do that give smaller gas in England.
3: Well, yeah, but that's not what they'd do here if they were, if they got yeah. sight of a system and like 66, that yeah.
1: sixty eight million people in in England and the death rate wouldn't be anything like ours on the roads
3: well i i wouldn't i wouldn't leave it in the hands of of the government at the moment to go picking and choosing who they'd let from main dealers and garages to, to well, well, Sinn
1: Féin now are fairly strong they're fairly vocal how is it they're not roaring and shouting about this thing this has gone on for years this nct business it's gone on for years like well there's many other things i think well. that's
3: the problem i think a lot of these things that are going on for years there is roaring and shouting about them from time to time but I think people have gotten to that level that they're not even absorbing it or but seeing it anymore but don't keep at it is
2: what I mean right there, there's, there's, a, there's so
3: many issues to keep at yeah.
2: there's, another problem, there's another problem as well in that uh, you have so many quangos now set up <coughs> to, uh, yes. after things. You have the Road Safety Authority, who are really dictating some of these these things and these conditions and what needs to be done and a test and all that kind of a thing. And of course, they once they're set up, they have to kind of justify their existence. Uh, you know, and we're tying ourselves up in rules and regulations. Uh, The campaign all the time is for new legislation for this, new legislation for that. Half of it isn't observed afterwards. Even the guards can't keep up with with the the changes in the the criminal law. And we're tying ourselves up in that. There are so many regulations now with regard to building uh, that it is almost impossible to comply with everything.
3: And yet we have a lot of regulatory bodies, like the consumer bodies, that are absolutely toothless and are clearly floating in the wrong space either they need to come out of where they are they obviously are not fit for their role they need to be under maybe something like the commercial courts or all directly under the ombudsman or something like that they clearly have no power um, but like you say with all these quangos just fighting for space and airspace
1: But is that known as jobs for the buyers? It is yes, of course Yes, Yes Tom? It is, a course, pattern. if you deal with expenses, uh, etc. well, uh, I mean, like there's
4: robot, remember, he to the no other have been remember to hit an early head, you know, all these agencies and these these bodies that are appointed uh, in the supervisory role that never supervise anything, only only sit there, draw their expenses, and if you, if and you know, if you, if you look at any time they call before the is like I look at, it could do quite a lot, and uh, it is unbelievable the the level of of number one, the incompetence number two, and you know there's a service at that level and it, and uh, if you can come down the ladder a long way. They don't care, like they have no, they have no, they appear to have no, have no responsibility for anything. They're 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 are big salaries. They're looking for more now, big pensions, and uh, like who's there to who's there to run the actual affairs of the state? I mean, I can't even get a reply to an F O I from the from the minister's office now. I mean, the FOI, we have an FOI commissioner, like, who was on the radio last week and he, he, he laid down the law as to what, what should be done. You look for an FOI off of Limerick County Council and see what you'll get, or off of any, any government department. You see, I mean, that's, law, that's the law. They're actually breaking the law <laughs> and they're getting away with it. There's no, one to, there's no one to say, look, you see, so this is the decision now has, has no chance. He's he's yet to be used and abused.
2: Look at the HSE. Uh, They decided that there wasn't sufficient competence in the department to run it. So they decided to set up the HSE and and create the the necessary uh, excellence. And look at the amount of money that the HSE has spent on, on bringing in consultants. Obviously, they don't feel they have the competence now either. And it's it, r- absolute yeah. book passing and, and, and uh, jobs for the boys, as you said, yeah. Pat. But you can take that across the realm, the whole uh, realm absolutely. Absolutely.
4: O- of government-like. Absolutely. You can take it to every department. It's all consultants. Tis all, like, I'm mean, Tis sublet. all... Millions. Advisors. Yeah, advisors and... and it's costing millions, and like at the recent uh, appearance of the HSC before the committee, the health committee uh, last week, uh, about all the money that they spent on the on, on the, the COVID equipment, like that was that's only ready to be dumped, costing a fortune in storage or like the like the voting machines, and I mean to hear and to look at them and to see him in action. And see the relevance, they are insisting this in and insisting that. I'll tell you something, how this country can can survive with the... With I mean, if you, you run a tangy,
2: you won't got them, they do a better job. But if you make one slight mistake in your application for your farm payments, oh, yours, you'll, you'll get nailed by, it out, by eh? the bureau- But the bureaucrats can make several mistakes yeah. and, and nobody will ever be a- answerable. Look at the look at the changes now. Look at the madness that's going on. You know that for years and years and years, when you made an application, if you had any bit of waste ground at all—trees, or, or shrubs, or rocks—you had to exclude it. Otherwise, you 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 you'd be deducted, and you'd be fined for trying to claim for 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 that. Now, all these can be included, and you get paid for them. Rocks, trees, shrubs, even self-promoting shrubs. Everything. And if you omit them, you'll be fined. <laughs> unbelievable. And you know. But our government,
4: you see, and our our legislator, legislator like, I mean, it, they're not they're not querying the you, you know. I mean, our system is wrong. I mean, we have you know, we we haven't a questioning system like uh, there. I mean, if you should look at the House of Commons, you wouldn't be quoting them against anything. But at least they can go in and they can cause a bit of noise and they can say, look, this is what. And you know, their secretaries and ministers they have to account. You know, and they, they even that they might get off the hook somewhere, but they'll, they'll have to fight. But here, it's silence. Like, the, as you rightly say, the NCT, and I'm and, um, and at hundred other things. You yeah. know, I mean, the, the areas of disabilities. I mean, the actual excuses, and listen to, listen to the ministers and the journalists ministers talking there about uh, what they're doing, what they're doing, what they should have done 30, 50 years ago, and they're still doing it. They're still, I mean, not able to, with all the money they have. They can't look after that area
1: at all. Now, well, like- you're big in the farming, and uh, th- 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 Tom as well, and you've got huge grants there over the years for for reclaiming wetland and damp land and millions in from Europe for farmers, and now they're going to send it in more millions for you to undo it again and make it wet again. Is, am I interpreting
2: it correctly? I I would say that you're probably uh, colouring it a small bit, (laughs) gilding the lily a small bit. Uh, The the amount of grants that were given out uh, for drainage, uh, certainly in this part of the world, have disappeared for a long long number of years. It it It,
1: it did come from Europe in the early days. It it uh, it did,
2: yeah. Uh, We're basically now talking about the re-wetting of peatland. Uh, and areas of farms that are swampy and and uh, it had been swampy a, and had been swampy and uh, they and they want them to be swampy again and yeah. they want them to be swampy again. Uh, <laughs> it's all part of the madness, but you know an awful lot of of this thing is coming from the so-called in, environment protecting the environment uh, and that whole. Um, idea has now taken hold and it's it's, it's, it's like the, the the Catholic Church in the old days you had to believe and if you don't believe you are considered a total oddity. Now I'm a, I'm a bit of a skeptic about all of this global warming and, and uh, the statistics that seem to be pulled out of nowhere to back up some of the, the arguments. But we have a party which is part of the government which has taken all this on hook, line, and sinker, uh, and uh, they are very dogmatic uh, about pursuing that agenda. Uh, two hundred thousand cows are to be culled, and uh, twenty to thirty percent actually of the farmland is to be rewetted, and it's to go to fifty percent by two thousand and fifty. Uh, thank God I'm not farming anymore because, I, I you know, um, is there any other enterprise, is there any other business that could sustain itself with these kind of crazy overnight changes and, and the kind of regulation that, that farming and food production is, is now subjected to?
1: Diane, where's all the money coming out of to pay, pay the farmers for, for draining the land, making it drier? And now we're well, paying them again to make it wither again.
3: Well, look, I mean, I, I, well, you're talking about a period of time over a number of decades, so it's, it's not as quick as the sentence you're saying. And I suppose, look, things change in terms of how. I'm delighted how to hear you're <laughs>
1: defending the farmers. Anyway, you're, you, obviously the farmers' vote is important for Sinn <laughs> Féin. <farmers. laughs> yeah,
3: definitely. come from a long line of farmers myself. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I think when you're looking at it I- in terms of over time, I mean, we were we went into the EU and it, w- it was still, you know, a productivist system. Yeah, then they, we then went, they told we us. We, the, we
1: went into the common market.
3: Well, we did. But, like, then they told us that they were post productivism, but it never really took hold. So we were still on the same system, but cap payments were just geared towards the more you had, the more land you, you claimed. The more cows you could put on it, the bigger your payment was mm. going to be. And you know, if we do want to change that, n- now we want to bring farmers back to be the stewards of the land and the landscape, and and the the keepers of carbon sinks and this kind of thing. Well, then payment has to be for that.
1: Social. They reversal. have
3: to. You know <laughs> the, exactly. If this is all for the social so good, really then the, we the have e, to change the, the EU cap brought system. Brought
1: them up to the top of the hill, and now they're walking back down again.
3: I think so, yeah. Because I mean you will follow the money and you will follow how you can make yeah. a living through your cap payment because you couldn't make it without them. So in order for it to change and to meet targets, they have to also change their systems to make it, you know, viable.
1: But with all these payments and all these ear tags and the amount of holes, the punch and and the whole lot like people were really it was like a dog with the fits. You were painted at one end to get it back at the other end. Yes.
3: Well, Look, that that's that's bureaucracy. That's in that's in everything. But I mean, in terms of the overall system, if they want things to change, then they have to change how they fund it. And that's
1: God be with the dangerous. man up in the, in, in rural Ireland with his small amount of cows and his hay, and he was self sufficient with everything. Tom crossed the board. He 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 had very little debt, and he survived, and he lived happy,
4: had his own kitchen garden. But you're making awful sweeping statement tonight. <laughs>
3: Do you know we'll see that
4: just uh, to see how you, have you fully recovered from the COVID? <laughs> <laughs> you will give it back to me again <laughs> with, with your your attack on on the farmer community and uh, i I joined a good bit end of land in my time and 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 I got no grant for it either and i can i can come i can contradict you there that away and anything any grant I ever looked for I couldn't get it anyway there was some there was some anomaly in my way and there was i was my age and every, every, everything, the only thing that never came against me was my sex. The brain you know, sucks and blows. Everything, <laughs> like everything that could be put in, the, put in the way of a man trying to <laughs> develop and trying to improve his lot was, I was, I definitely trust in me. But um, the one aspect of all this to see, and we, get, we have a very strong lobby now as like, that has rightly said about the cutting international herd, especially the cows. We have a very, very uh, a huge food industry in this country. I suppose it's one of our, where well, it's kind of forgotten about now. Massive food industry, uh, top of the range in the world. The, the quality that we're that we're sending out to all over the world to to customers and to uh, to keep people fed. Does doesn't appear to be any but it. And if we with all the land they're talking about. No, I'm a bit, I I'm, know I'm I can't understand what wetting will do, I'm never going to ask about that, privately, to be honest about <laughs> it, I don't want to embarrass myself or anybody else, what is wetting, what is re-wetting is all about, because we have plenty of wetlands and we are plenty of water in the, oh, in Ireland anyway, without any more of it, but I mean, so the situation is that we're forgetting about the industry that we have, we look at the area here, we have, you know, you have the most productive uh, food industries in the world we have them. Across the realm of all ingredients and products going all over the world to the, the highest standard, that has to be maintained, has to be maintained for our economy number one and
2: for the people number two, which I think is, is something that's, that we're all missing. they spent the money paying farmers instead of all this other nonsense.
3: Oh it be? Well and I think in, in that quality food industry we have the big issue of who makes the profit from it. Yes. Because it's not the, firm. the farmers. Yes.
2: That's
3: so that that is the problem I and mean, the producer is not
0: being paid.
1: It's coming up to add time, so we'll go to Ned break and be back to you shortly.
0: County views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061 314 948 Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors tod.ie You are listening to the podcast of County Views as broadcast on Westlinwick 102 FM on the 7th of June 2023 from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan at Bertie Wall and diane nolan as this is the podcast of county views the phone lines and text lines are now closed please do not phone or text otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged county views is brought to you by tynan o'donovan solicitors limerick and newcastle west for all your legal requirements phone 061 314 948 tynan o'donovan solicitors tod.ie
1: Welcome back listeners, you're tuned to West Limbic 102 FM, your local community radio station broadcasting from Newcastle West. This program is called County View, it's going out live. My name is Patrick Donovan and on the panel is Bertie Wall, Diane Nolan and Tom Ryan. If you want to text in or call in on any topic, 06 69 or 87 1 6 9 So we're live for the next hour. Uh, Paddy Crowley called us, Tom Ryan, his opinions on the Limbic match. That was held at the weekend. He's not asking you about next week's one. he's asked you about last week's one. Patrick Crowley asked Tom Ryan his opinion on the Limerick match that was held at the weekend. I don't know if that's the right. Word. We had no the match last weekend. No, we had no. no match. But I, I presume it's
4: it's, the, it's, it's next, the, next week right weekend. Next weekend,
1: we yeah. assume. Yeah.
4: yeah, it's a very interesting call, Pat. You know, I mean, I'm surprised the Clare come to Limerick number one to give them the advantage of of the of their home venue number one. You know, I mean, Limerick are very comfortable playing in Limerick it's their home patch, they are huge, huge, they've a massive following now. And uh, there are will also have have, have improved, knowing that the other no about that. But I believe that uh, with the with the actual uh, the, the loss of Cleary is a major loss to Clare. You know, he's, he's a big player, he's a big man in that position. What they'll do is be, he's going to be there. Will ask, ask, we'll answer a lot of questions for from me from when, I, when I analyse it. Like. But I still think the Demerick at home are coming. They're coming. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Lynch. Will they play him or will they leave him on the bench? I would play him, but I would move him centre forward, I would bring Connor forward, I give him more freedom there. I mean, he's tied on it as he's been. He's been matched like at centre forward, and he's not as effective as he would be. Right, I take him over there, put him in corner forward. He he's a brilliant hurler, and uh, I think that he we're Limerick from the point of view of um, of their squad overall. I think not, he's a bit he's too, too he'd be too big a loss to have him on the bench. So I think Limerick have. They uh, had, they got the Robert Green the last. there. got a few refereeing decisions as well that that have been questioned now, and uh, but they are in that way. The the team I think will improve again. Hagar looks like as if he's coming into form again. Hayes is flying, Burns is on top of his game, Helen is great. The full back line are definitely like a loss without Finn. And uh, even the even the quid, uh, even the goalkeeper is a bit, has a has a small bit of an age since since Finn got injured. But I think overall Limerick their strength their physical strength their presence their experience I think we we'll just see them through to be great. Now
1: we can't talk about holding without mentioning Teddy McCarthy who passed away yesterday I believe. Yesterday, good Famous, Bart 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 Bart. 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 Yes, Pat. I mean, a uh,
4: wonderful sportsman, all uh, football, or, uh, of course. hurling and football. You know, I mean, I suppose uh, if, when you look at the, you know, when you look at styles and when you look at the recent history of players, I mean, he'd be up there in the top bracket in, in any team at any level in hurling and football. Tremendous career. Very sad loss and tragic loss. His family. You know, he's a young, very young man, and uh, you know, he'll he'd be he'll be he'll be, be out. I mean, he'll be missed. By his own. There's no doubt about that. But he had tremendous sportsmen as well. You know, he had he had everything in many years. He does nobody could put sorry sorry poor excellence down tough him. He was a wonderful, a wonderful sportsman. And at a time, even when hurling was was really competitive and was very physical, and football the same way. You see why has happened to football since. But when he played it, you fielded the ball, and he could field it. But now do you not do that anymore? And you have to kind of mark it now, or with Landers, whatever you do today, I couldn't look at it anyway. But he's a big loss, and he'll be big loss to Cork as well, and to his, in particular, as Bertie rightly said, to his family.
1: Now, so, <coughs> uh, Diane, I believe the, the firefighters, the fire brigade people.
3: Yes, it's, it's looking like there'll be a strike action taken unless uh, parties come back round to the table in terms of the retained firefighters. So, exception? not of yep, the There's
1: no date fixed, is
3: the well, the the date is. I think it's from the twenty first onwards that there'll be some sort of action taken yeah. um, in terms of kind They'd of be a work, work through. They would. No, I mean, full
1: time employees, they Sidon, be, be exactly. left on call.
3: The city has full time uh, firefighters, but out here in the county, majority, if not all, are, are retained firefighters. They're only looking for, you know. Basics to, to live their lives. I mean, that, that, that have a roster system. I mean, the way it works at the moment, unless they're on a week's holidays um, for 48 weeks of the year, they're constantly on call seven days a week. I and, mean, you know, you can't expect to to keep uh, and run a fire service on those kind of conditions. But
1: they're very tied down as well. But they can't travel away too far, I believe.
3: 2.5 kilometres. We should.
2: Um, absolutely treat these people with the respect that they deserve i mean they are heroes they're local heroes in their own community uh they make themselves available which is you know a massive restriction on their lives uh and uh, it's just the meanness of a, of a country at at the moment which with the coffers that the exchequer has at uh, that they would treat people with this kind of meanness is, is just beyond understanding, to be honest with you.
3: I mean, uh, the type of things that they go out to, you know, the car crashes, the fire situations themselves, I, their job can be very harrowing. And the fact that they will come off of that job and be on call from the minute that job finishes. That's, it's 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 incredible.
1: Tom, I suppose that the car accidents of the worst part, they'll jump nearly a lot of the time with serious accidents. to have to do with.
4: Well, you know what, what they what they have to face, Pat. These are highly trained people, number one. And again, as it's been rightly said, you know the way they're treated is dismal. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we see we our army the same way, mm-hmm. and and our guard, mm-hmm. you know. With, uh, with uh, you know, these are frontline services. We have our nursing staff as well and our people that back up the nursing staff in the hospitals and all that. They appear to be not relevant to, to the and, uh, you know, again, getting back to the authorities, like, because they actually run the country. We can talk here, we can talk ourselves all here, like, I mean, on the table and we can make a point and we can we can judge and see what people, are, what people do. But the decision makers, I mean, you know, like I, I've been listening to the debate on, on the fire brigades, and you, you know, first of all, the actual services that they have and the the equipment they have. Number one, we saw some tragic accidents due to faulty equipment on the years, or lifeboat services the same way. We'll have to, I mean, in a modern European country with, with, with money. Uh, they, they, don't know, they don't know what to do with it even now at the moment. They're just saying what, they let the do, what they're going to do with the services that they have. They can't, in actual fact, get manage our internal affairs. These these are vital people to society, so are our army. And they're being badly neglected and let down as well. And we saw a document that debuts. And our guardian. Our nurses and our frontline staff—they have to be looked after. They have to be. They have to get the same, the same conditions that that our regular fire, 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 fire brigade members get. I don't see any reason. I, I can't see why they're not. Why? Why? And I, I would support them a hundred percent. Every one of them spoke. Was he? They were. They were very, very good to explain the position. They were genuine people that they're there for the public and they're there for the serve the public and they have to be regarded and they have to be looked after properly and they have to be get some standard of living that they can that they can live their lives as normal people, like doing a very important job and a highly trained job, highly skillful job. And we have to this you see this is where we have to emphasize this pattern. We must get our services. Our, our army, and I'm, we've been saying that this program for a particular long time, our army, our navy, they're disgraced, like, and they're talking about neutrality and all this rubbish. We have people that are that are serving and this country overseas and at home, like, like no other army in the world, and they're bismally treated.
1: Now, there's another message in here, Joe Macherk, Asked ask Pat, how did the Sean Finn come mission go last weekend? I was away last weekend, uh, uh, Joe. So I have no idea how it went. Now uh, I mentioned birds last week and the week before, and we were talking about rewritten land and so forth. Also, Europe has lost a half a billion birds in the last 40 years. I'm familiar with the snipe and the corn crake, and all those over that period of time. The snipe and
2: all those type of birds, all, all the sounds are gone. The birds are gone, in mainly as well. Yes, uh, of course, modern farming methods get blamed for it uh, all, all the time. Uh, but there is a serious question as to whether uh, modern farming methods are entirely responsible for for the the loss of of uh, uh, some of the species. Obviously, the corncrake and and, and uh, some of those ground nesting birds and get caught with the, the silent the situ- yeah. situation. Um, the, the problem uh, now is that the bureaucrats look at the statistics across Europe, and then we get nailed because we're, we're not in the same boat. Uh, I mean, the Italians shot every kind of bird. Uh, here, uh, there was a, a great restriction on the birds that you could shoot uh, and and this was observed by sports persons uh, and and uh, gunmen, whereas the the Italians shot every kind of bird, and they literally clinched the peninsula of uh, bird life. So now we're going to to, to suffer. Uh, all over Europe, they, they drained every possible place and they cultivated every, you know, you need travel in Europe and you'll see uh, cultivation right to the very side of motorways and it, you know, uh, and now they're looking across at Ireland where there's still a share of wild uh, countryside and, the, and uh, Scotland and basically saying, oh well we'll have to make up for it now by these islands compensating for what's lost in Europe and I think it's grossly unfair uh, I would also make the point that when we joined the, the, the common market uh, the, the gleam in the eye was the money we saw money uh, and we were, quite, uh, we were quite prepared to sacrifice quite a lot including our, our, our fishing industry <coughs> but I was at that stage at public meetings trying to point out to people that if we join Europe then we would have to accept the way Europe does business and Europe are rule-bound. I mean, you have the the Napoleonic set of laws in France where every single uh, uh, illegal act or misdemeanor is coded, and there's a penalty for it. And, and that's the way they operate. Germany is operating on the, the basis of, of, of the old Roman laws. Uh, and that kind of heavy bureaucracy it was was unknown in Ireland, where you could basically do your your, uh, your, own, your your own thing without interference from the state. Now everything is regulated. Uh, I mean, you literally can do nothing in this country now without coming across some regulation or other. Uh, and the rewitting of, of, of 30% of... of of the does not make sense in this country the getting rid of 200,000 dairy cows does not make sense um, when we can produce the, the product as has been said here uh, uh, top quality in an environmentally uh, uh, careful way but uh, we will now suffer the consequences of European bureaucrats uh, running the rule across the statistics and we're going to suffer.
1: Diane, down on top of all that (coughs) before you were born mink was in big demand and we had mink farmers (coughs) in Ireland and then the the value of the mink fell and then they opened the cages and let them them out. So between the pine marten and the mink they're literally wiping out a huge percentage of small nesting birds as well. So, between the combination of the farming methods and the release of the mink, plus the pine marten
2: and the protection of those things. Well, the pine marten is coming back. Yes. The pine marten is coming back in a, in a big way. There's been a survey in Northern Ireland. damage as well. Yeah, well, you know. Depends
3: he, on your species. He's a great friend to the red squirrel.
2: Exactly. So. It um, saved the red squirrel.
3: Yeah. It's, it's, it's all a, a balancing act you know yeah. um, now their numbers are, are getting much stronger in Ulster where they have been very weak That's right. um, and look I suppose while you know there are certain species and it does kind of maybe come down to farmland and bogland there had been this kind of idea of tidiness as well in our, in our towns and any sort of urban area where we concreted over everything where any little gap in the the roof line of a house had to be had to be sealed up so you've nowhere for other birds to nest and like I've worked in in heritage sites where because you don't have an awful lot of um I suppose heavy building work in in a way uh it's conservation more than anything else they're alive with peregrines and swifts and all sorts of birds you know um so I have also been to countries like Malta, and Malta was a place, of course, with very little wildlife, very little uh, bar rabbit to kind of catch and eat. So any bird that flew over the sky in Malta was was a goner. And it is actually very unsettling when you when you have it pointed out to you, you realise that there are no birds anywhere. It is, it is very strange. But I suppose, look, I know we, we look at Ireland, we think that we have this very green landscape, so therefore we have a very wild and pristine landscape. It's been found that green doesn't equal wild and pristine. There's actually I mean, you, you've Malta and Italy at one end of the scale but we're not exactly at the opposite end either because a lot of our wilderness like our bogs uh, set with sick spruce uh, this is a problem. I mean if they're talking about rewetting 30% of the land they have to take into account the land that has been already used that shouldn't have been used to plant spruce because we're in the, uh, the situation now where it will be more damaging to take them up. Uh, and yet you can't go re-wetting those areas so that has to be factored into it as well it's 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 not black and white
1: lots of people in high places made a lot of very stupid decisions and we we're all paying for it including the flood in newcastle west in 2008 with the forest strip and the hill and all the, the little channels they made for the planting for the water to run off they forgot what it was running off to. so we'll go to net break back to you shortly
0: County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. You are listening to the podcast of County Views, as broadcast on West Limerick 102FM on the 7th of June, 2023, from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan, Bertie Wall and Diane Nolan. As this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors i-e
1: Welcome back, folks. Now uh, scams are thriving to say, and with this new, new legal activity of the GAA and many other organisations, making people pay by card and refusing to take legal tinder cash. Imagine the GA are doing that to the, to the people of Ireland, that they won't take legal tinder, make them pay by card. Massive jump in financial fraud and scams as banking services go online. And the various types of scams that are coming in on a regular basis onto the phones there. Oh, for almost everybody, I'd say. I assume most people, almost everyone in Ireland with a, a mobile phone must have got them at this stage. The HSE confirmed last year there has been a significant rise in scam texts relating to COVID-19 with people receiving false notification. And they were invited to purchase what they were told were mandatory antigen tests by clicking the links below. In a way, when you click the links, you're in trouble from there on. A customs charge scam amid the Brexit fraudsters was latched on to this customs charge people had to pay for goods being delivered from the UK. These became, can particularly became prevalent around christmas 2021 2022 there was a wave of texts purporting to be from unpushed containing fake links through which customers were asked to pay custom charges but a number of them of, of leading couriers also had their names used and unpushed said the process sent out these messages in batches of thousands and it only takes one person to fall victim to make it worthwhile e-floor scam that's the tall place e-flow in Dublin, I think mainly, it is. These text messages and emails ask the customer to click on a link to pay an outstanding toll fee, but it is a scam. The website links in these messages are not genuine and are an attempt to collect personal card and online banking details. Broadcaster Sarah McInerney, Kira Kelly spoke about how they were scammed like this in recent weeks. Bank customers receive a fraudulent email telling them their details have been compromised and that the bank has arranged for a taxi to come and collect our card for them uh rental scam that's going on a long time the rental scam rental people who are seeking rental accommodation have become increasingly desperate during the housing crisis and criminals have targeted their willingness to pay a deposit without physically viewing the property they offer them the property if they pay the deposit immediately, but the property either does not exist at all or is not owned by the scammer, and that happens on a regular basis. How to avoid scams never give any personal financial security information to any person or company online or otherwise. If you're suspicious of any text or email supposed to be from a company, do not click any links. Be wary if you are asked by to transfer money to non-identifiable locations such as post office boxes or indeed take parcels or anything like that in to, on, on behalf of other people. This is a red flag. Always independently verify requests for information never used to contact details supplied. Always say no to unsolicited callers and textures. And indeed, there's a very good program there. I've listened to the morning BBC Radio Ulster. And they say, they said if you get an advice from somebody for big money pay 10 euros or 10 pounds or whatever it be and let that sit and when they come back in telling you it was the wrong amount you'll know you're dealing with the right crowd they'll tell you what the right amount was and so forth so along those lines
2: 30 scams galore well um, I grew up in, in, in an era and, and operated in an era like most of us, I suppose, around this table, where people who provided services, you could rely on the service. Uh, and, and there were rules uh, which people uh, obeyed, uh, and there was a respect for the service. I mean, if somebody opened your letter, it was, everybody knew it was an illegal act and you, you, you just didn't do it. If you were providing financial services, you, you provided financial services with security and, and confidentiality. Um, This new technology now has been foisted upon us. uh, And the people who are promoting it and driving it don't seem to have given the the proper consideration to the possibility of uh, scams and illegal activity and and, uh, people being deprived of their their income. um, And there doesn't appear to be... uh, Anybody taking responsibility, governments aren't taking responsibility. It's basically run by massive big corporations uh, who are making billions out of this. Uh, The idea that an organization like um, the GAA would force people to uh, do their business online and not not take legal tender really makes me very, very angry. And uh, recently, apparently, the Catholic Church. Is now moving in uh, in the direction that um, you will have to pay your uh, subscriptions on on the, on the net uh, because people are not going to mass and and they're not getting the 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 cash um we live in a crazy world that's all that's all i can say but it uh, it makes me very angry that banks are forcing people into this kind of internet banking the ga doing this the church moving in that direction and um, i i must say that i'm not a happy camper at all in this environment
3: yeah i have seen a lot of people quite upset trying to access bus services and they want every ticket now to be prepaid, either on your phone or prepaid at a machine, and people who don't have cards with them to tap the card for the bus driver, trying to pay in cash, being told you can't get on the bus, you'll have to get more. You know, get uh, buy it a ticket machine. You'll have to wait for the next bus. You know that I've seen a lot of people, uh, and you know it's not just older people. A lot of even tourists and um, you know uh, students, I suppose, that just have a certain amount of cash on them for the day, getting quite upset at not being able to use cash, um, and and putting people under real pressure. Uh, one issue I would have this this has been an issue for a long time, and. Most of the services that are being targeted, that we're getting text messages about, like eFlow, OnPost, different banks, uh, they they realise that this is happening to people, and yet they haven't changed the mode of how they do things. They also haven't reached out and given people a face-to-face service or a number that they can ring in order to verify anything. They'll still send you out pretty much the same uh, text message. On Poster currently, Uh, on the television advertising that there may be charges for your overseas packages Uh, and that's exactly what the text messages are saying so they're only playing directly into their hands still a number of years into this kind of situation and that really isn't good enough from those companies and the other issue that plays into it I think is when you ring any of them or if you want to renew your insurance or you need to ring a bank the amount of personal information they ask you in order to verify that it's you is absolutely ridiculous I mean we're told we can't get information because of GDPR and yet when we want to access our own information through a company we use we nearly have to give them our blood type before we're allowed to actually pay them money
1: Tom we elect the government and involve these scams and everything running wild they don't seem to be too proactive of them no we'll have no control pet no
4: they've, they've had no control to these big uh, these big international, you know, people, companies, massive companies, look at it. all you need to do is look at the actual returns, look at their profits, they in the soon duration, the trillion uh, bracket, you know, and um, we have, well, people themselves as well kind of uh, have walked into this, there's a big debate on today about taking, taking phones off of school children, if you mind. Uh, it's a bit late for that, too. I think. You know, I mean, we're, I guess, kind of a country like, you know, we, we realise that that um, all this. I, I've been watching it now, like, for a long time, and I, I could see the actual pitfall a bit, but so nobody wants to see them. I mean, I saw youngsters the other day. I say, I said, the child was. More than 12 months in uh, a phone and, and he's in his end, instead in the bank. So <laughs> I, I, it is funny, like, and uh, that's the, what we are. The scams are the scam up, you know, they're holding the whole world to ransom, not alone Ireland. I mean, they we have the HSE, they have the banks, there's another that they actually have now scammed into Aer uh, Lingus. You know? So, I mean,
2: this is what we're doing, this is what's happening.
1: The creator of the monsters
2: out of control. But the people who have created this should be held <coughs> responsible. As I have said, when you had services in the past, whether it was a banking service or a postal mm-hmm. service, you could rely on it. And you could rely on the people that were providing it. These people are making billions, but there doesn't appear to be any uh, <coughs> responsibility at all.
4: But Diane has said it. You can't even talk to someone, sir. You can't even you can't uh, any bank, who what bank lends you? No bank, you can't talk to any any human being anymore. No, uh, press um, two
3: for uh, such a thing. Yes, press three correct, for yeah. something else. What
4: the, are all doing in the bank You know, it's impossible to get through. It's, it's the same, in the public sector. I mean, you're, you know, it is all it's all controlled now by the by the automatic, and we're paying the price for it. And it only get worse.
2: Well, that's I operate fine. a system that. Uh, <clears throat> I got very, very angry. I wanted to bring my local bank, uh, and goes to a Dublin number.
4: Yeah, correct. And That's they it. wanted, to,
2: and they wanted the yeah. whole range of details. I said, no, no, I want to talk to a person. No, you. Uh. So, uh, anyway, a big row ensued, and uh, I made my feelings very clear. Uh, every time I go into the bank now to do business, I go immediately to the customer. Uh, care counter whatever it is and I insist that the person come with me even though I know the procedure and how to lodge, take it all that I actually insist because I'm paying for it you charge a fee now for every damn thing you do and by God I make sure that uh, and if I have questions I make sure that they're there to answer in the story and I keep on insisting and in doing that
3: well, this is it, and uh, look, no matter how many cards they give you out, if they give you lodgement cards for things, if they give you pin numbers, you go to a machine, it decides it doesn't like fivers <laughs> or whatever it is, you still need somebody at a counter, uh, you know, and this is what the problem I have with all of these on-post scams, the, these, um, these messages that are, that are going to people's uh, uh, phones. If you're not in and there's a package to be delivered, you get a slip left because they're at everybody's door most days of the week and yet their method for contacting people in terms of uh, customs charges is via text message that's you know that's not good enough I mean clearly they should be able to keep (coughs) them at county centres and the person should get a notification that they have to go to this holding place collect their package and pay the fee
4: well, then I, you have yeah.
3: trust in it. You're meeting people.
4: That's right. I am yeah. a bit hard with these systems and I don't use any system to be asked about it. I just pay my cheque and I my money. That won't you know. take doesn't. No dozen or sooner. Yeah, oh, that's going to happen as well, no. yep. it's been, to be sure. That's what's going to happen. But to be honest about it, like, uh, you know, we all know that, that these... This was the trend, the direction, you were know, going. Everybody, everybody bought into that. And as you rightly said, when I go there, you know, the GA, I mean, what they have done and that you can't even get a ticket now for next Sunday you can't buy a ticket, you can't get, you can't produce cash anymore, you have to get, you know. And an awful lot of people I can't, actually, never bothered even, to, to try even to, for, the, for the water system that they, that they have, or any of them, you know. But I mean, it, 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 we're paying a price now for that. And the, and it's now, like, it's... The months now is out of control. And now we have Joe Duffy and we have all the old programmes all day long on national radio, all women running in with all these scams and all these problems and all this. whatever so they were all obvious, like, that this was going to happen. And, you know, why a big surprise. And even today, as I said, they're talking about... I think some part of Wicklow, I think, have, and now nine-year-olds in the section in the primary schools from having having phones. You imagine how effective that's going to be. Where's the time? You know, I mean, they have all my phones. I said, I saw youngsters at was
2: yeah. youngsters at six yeah. years of age. Can you believe it? with, sm- with I- iPads. Yeah. Small iPads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. yeah,
3: no. sure you know they're going to take that off of them in the school, and yet mm-hmm. they're going to encourage them instead of la- learning to handwrite to do everything on a correct. screen.
2: That's correct. Total contradiction. So. Yes, yeah, absolutely.
1: A total contradiction. I'm looking here at the papers, Mr. days and we we see <coughs> Philip Schofield <coughs> and Holly Willoughby, and <coughs> we are Irish, and we are Irish, and we're. England are part of the EU, of our co- e- European community, and yet we have this English stuff, morning, noon, and night. I'm looking at the Irish Independent here. And it covers two half pages of this Lady Halla Willoughby. Three fo- photographs of her, in the, one after the other. We have been well uh, indoctrinated now with English and British, and we have the court case then with... Uh, Prince Harry. Prince Harry.
2: I, I well, I gave up reading the 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 Independent quite <coughs> a long time. Uh, the Irish Press was the only <coughs> paper that came into our house while the Irish Press was uh, being printed, and uh, no other paper would have been tolerated. And it, uh, afterwards, then of course it was the the Independent. But I gave up reading the Independent because it's a rag, uh, and the um, the. Pro-British element uh, in the, in the paper, the pro-British slant, the 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 massive coverage of uh, the doings of the 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 royal family, who not a real royal family at all, uh, and uh, the, this carry on now with with Schofield and that kind of a thing. Now uh, there's less of it in the Examiner, and there's less of it in the in the, in the Times, and I, I read both of those, those papers, but I wouldn't even um, wipe my rear end with the <laughs> Independent at the
3: moment. I have a subscription to the Examiner. That's that's the paper I generally read. But um, you know, when you look at that kind of thing, it builds itself as a serious newspaper, a broadsheet rather than the Red Tops, and you know, it, it's it's just full of celebrity gossip. Mm. That's that's all it is. But it it just asks the question with the resources they have and the, you know, the backing that that paper has. It's clearly that they don't want to print news because week after week, we've plenty of news here to talk about. There's plenty of issues there. Um, They don't want to print that kind of thing. So they're using this to fill it instead. And clearly, we don't have enough celebrity car crashes in in this country. They have to go find them someplace else. They have to be talking about some thing on British television or some American sports star or some American politician or something like that, you know. So I think it's all just filling the paper for the sake of it, because they don't want to print the real issues that are going on in this country.
1: So, it's a great time again for some virtual clip.
0: County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061 314 948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. You are listening to the Podcast of County Views as broadcast on West 102 FM on the 7th of June 2023 from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Paddo Donovan and Tom Ryan, Bertie Wall and Diane Nolan as this is the Podcast of County Views. The phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Welcome back,
1: listeners. Welcome back and where were we before we went away we were on scams and we we're wondering how it's allowed to continue and continue with a huge amount of people being cleaned out. There was an nice item in the news there yesterday about these classes, children left facing postcode lotter- postcode lottery. Temporary mayor always come and got where Carrie etc. Wexford parents must pay twenty two fifty top up fee if their child is referred to a private by HSE. And Kildare and Dublin, they don't have to pay anything at all in those things. And Donegal and those counties up there as well. So pay, children going to school, they were always able to get their eyes tested and so forth. But in some areas, and the, the northwest west and, and, and uh, southwest it, it doesn't seem to apply. And yet Dublin, they have all types of facilities and they have no cost at all.
2: It doesn't surprise me at all. We we have uh, touched on the HSE and and, and the level of incompetence. Maybe they should get in some consultants to tell them how to solve that.
3: Well, look, it's only following down the road of what has happened with dental services. You know, um, I, I, I don't know uh, if, if children are still getting the hearing tests in school, that was another service that you'd go down to your local community hospital for, or somebody would come into the school and, and do the tests in a room. But, you know, you had your dental services, you had your eye tests at different stages through primary school, and you had the hearing tests. You know, I mean, all we're doing is banking up trouble for later on.
2: And you had that test where they took a the little drop of blood from the heel or something as well, didn't they? Oh,
3: that's right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That, that was all done free.
4: Yes. Tom. Well, like I'm not one to be surprised because, you know, if you listen and if you if you're tuned into uh, issues, like I mean, this is just another what you'd call another. Problem that, that that has developed that you know you, you can take it across all the realm of the of the services that, that we mentioned the hearing and uh, and you know the the dental services and all that that's, that's non- probably non-existent you'll be paying that money you you won't be able to get an appointment number one that's the first thing paying 22 pay twenty two fifty you won't be able to get an appointment and where would you be going would uh, you look at and um, when you look at uh, in depth at the areas of disability in children and the, the actual services that, 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 they'll, that they'll have to fight morning, noon and night for. You know, I mean, it's it's an absolute disgrace to where our, our total health services has collapsed in areas that are, as Diane rightly said, that are down the road like there are going to be serious problems and we are not even attempting to challenge them now. By just by ignoring them and we listen to politicians and listen to the, our, our Minister for Education Sam and there as she talked the legs of a part, you know and the issues are not being and I was listening the other night to her uh, what's her name again this is it Mary Butler she's a she's a responsible right, I mean. for disabilities yeah. I mean and and the shocking situation that there is well, uh, with the cams and, like, in the different areas. I mean, it's unbelievable to be able to services for these unfortunate people like, who are left to their own devices and, and left to their their parents. Like, they, they can't get any time. They get no support. They're, they're carers and they're even being questioned in that. The areas, as, as you rightly said uh, uh, early on there about the monies that we have here, but the management of our of our health and issues like that, you know, I mean it's unbelievable. We have the top well, I suppose we must have the highest civil service paid in the world and the most useless one as well. You know. They, they don't care. I i just the whole because they're they're not responsible or they're not made responsible or they haven't to answer to anybody. That is the problem. And if you look at the the arrogance of their bosses when they come before, I mean we have I, I, as I said, I often I, I look at the, at the committees a lot. Like you see, very very genuine you know, TDs. That that one chance to have is to there at the to for to ask questions and the answers they get and the vagueness very them and the arrogance of them of them is unbelievable. So like I mean, you you're, you're facing a near collapse. So you you need nearly you nearly need a revolution in this country for to get people back to thinking thinking. Like it again, you know, because it's, it, nobody cares now anyway, only what they're going to get themselves. And we've covered it here tonight in different areas. You'll go back to the firefighters, you'll go back to the army, go back to our police, our nurses, the Nobody cares. High up or holy. You're just people are. are and, and, and like everything else, a lot of it is our own fault. We can blame, and, and a lot of our attitude is once it's outside my own door, I'm not worried,
1: you know. Uh. Now, I used to be going around the country about uh, radiation from mobile phone masks some years back, and I had a saying, I'm all right, Jack. Once I'm all right, Jack, no one gives the care. They're all out marching, protesting if there's a problem in their doorstep, and after that, they have no more interest. The pine mountain race did terrible damage to the leg of a cow in a shed in Kerry Kerry. lucky the owner was able to kill it. They are very prominent around the area, Mike Barrett. Mm-hmm. They are equally very dangerous, Mike, because I heard the case where they went into a hen house and a man had two kind of pit bull terriers. They were, uh, the dogs in that breed now, he's got one from a neighbor and he killed that one and they had to come in with two more. They are deadly dangerous. Uh,
3: They're a very, very strong animal. There, yeah. yeah very vicious, muscular. vicious,
1: vicious. And... The other one was the the mink, as I said, which is another terrible one that's has done fierce damage. Now, last Sunday and last Saturday and the last two or three weeks, indeed, have been beautiful. The weather has been absolutely beautiful. And in Ballybonian Beach last Sunday, drinking, and somebody was stabbed there, I heard, in Ballybonian last Sunday. And up in Dublin, then in the beaches there, there were some ter- big fights with a huge number of people involved. Uh, Drinking in the beaches and drinking that kind of stuff, and it's frightening. Those beaches were absolutely packed now, but um, for children and people out on a day like that with people having alcohol on the beach, where's law and order gone?
2: Well, uh, there isn't sufficient guardia, I think, to put <coughs> patrol all the beaches, but um, it comes down to individual responsibility uh, for your own behaviour. Um, this, these aren't all young people that are that are, that are at this. Uh, they come and they bring uh, food and and, and cartons with them and and coffee uh, cups and and uh, I've even heard of uh, people with children. They'll change the nappy and leave it after them uh, and litter. Uh, so. Now they're talking about extra patrols by Gardaí, but what can can a Gardaí do when you have a beach packed with people? Uh, I don't think alcohol should be allowed on the beach at all. To, be, to uh, that would be my way of, of, of thinking. I mean, you go to the beach to enjoy the sunshine, relaxation, uh, swim, uh, and uh, it should be safe to bring children uh, without having uh, children to watch this kind of of carry on. But uh, and. Obviously, there's plenty of money in the country to uh, spend on drink, and uh, they'll complain about paying 24 euro maybe for a an, an eyesight test for a, a child. But there is plenty of money for for uh, alcohol and the price of it. Um, I don't. Uh, obviously, there's going to have to be uh, stricter rules. I mean, they brought in rules about where the dog could go on the beach and and, and dog pooping, and and uh, now the the humans can come in and destroy the beach and and and, and create mayhem
3: and there's the chaos of getting to the beach as well i mean do you know that the traffic the, the problems with parking um with no access for emergency services it's just turned into a free-for-all um certainly our infrastructure near beaches is not at all ready for the amount of public descend on that will.
1: people would say People aren't inclined to walk too far anymore. No. So there it wouldn't be a problem parking if they all parked far out and walked.
3: Well, there. no, in fairness, in some places you go to, like you mentioned Ballybunion, Ballybunion fills up awful quickly okay. with every available parking space. It really does. Yes,
1: in the town and near the beach. Yes. But if you move back out to Lenglist the road, there's roads <laughs> And go out to Ballyduff Road, you could park <laughs> tractors and trailers and buses, you know. Put me in a mile of a walk or more, maybe.
2: But. Ah, you can't mm-hmm. do
1: that.
2: Well, walking has been promoted haven't now. Have you bring? to bring, bring all the liquor and everything yeah. with you?
3: This yeah. is it. And can you walk safely?
4: Yeah. Well, you see, the, the I, I I say now that um, when you look at it, there's another factor here that's not been mentioned at all either, and it's the you see the, the management of the beaches. And, and our towns on the coast and on uh, the holiday, you know, we're in all the holiday time now, and uh, lucky enough, we have brilliant weather, but people won't conduct themselves. The amount of alcohol that's been drank, and even even now, you can take that into matches as well. Now, I'm it. to frighten you the, the amount of people that are drinking after matches. And you go to the limit next Sunday, you won't be able to get it, it it'll be just a massive drinking session. From from early morning all day and all night uh, on Sunday night. The amount of alcohol that's been consumed, and there's no one talking about the price of that, it's all about the cost of living. Exactly. Exactly. But the, the one aspect of it you see again, there appears to be nobody in charge of these. Of, you, the, the following morning, you have a member of the local uh, urban. But come out to say, oh, we had trouble last night and we didn't expect this, we didn't expect that. But the, the other area uh, that, that is also being questioned now are the n- number of lifeguards that are on duty and the access that they have to the actual people and the tragedies that that, that, that can occur and that will occur, was said during this, uh, these times. So, like, it's all, again, it's what we're talking about. We have we, Our management system in this country is not just doesn't exist. Nobody nobody wants to plan anything out because why, you know, they say people are idle and if if the weather isn't good then people won't go to the beach. But sure if if we have if we have wood if you save one life by having your systems properly managed and working, isn't it is not is not it great, like is good management like I mean, plus for any city or urban county council.
2: But is it fair for 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 young uh, lifeguards to be uh, risking their lives saving drunken idiots that are going in swimming?
4: Of course not. And uh, you're right. Here. There should be no alcohol no. allowed on in public. I, but isn't there a bylaw about that anyway? There
2: is a bylaw yes. about that.
3: Yeah. There yeah. is.
2: They impose yeah. the one on the dog and the dog pooing. and and, and that's right. And ignore okay. the the major problem. But the amount of
4: the, the amount of alcohol has been confused. Right? You just uh, as an example, and let's not. We have many money in Let's come into the Dillamick City next Sunday and see. How, how are they getting home? I don't know how they're getting well, home. Are they in. No, they're coming in buses. And there's and, and the age factories is down to 14 or 15 years of age. And they're all getting drunk. They're all getting drunk. And you know, it is case of I've the money for it, but uh, but it would frighten you to see the amount of the the actual activity around these games. And you see this is this is the, the big factor now. It is about all it is about it. It's a social event now and the social event is
1: is controlled totally by drink. That's sad. That's very really sad. It is I was up in West Clare the weekend and this famous Blake's corner in his diamond. Mm. It is. There's, there's a big dispute about it going on there for years, but I didn't realise till Saturday evening I was going out towards Le Hinch Road from the and there was a bus coming in against me <laughs> on this famous Blake's Corner, and the bus driver was shouting out he's at me to keep over. Yeah. I wasn't inclined to keep over. And we eventually after five minutes I said we moved slightly without I keeping over. I was starting to develop a minus diamond, and the reason I wasn't keeping over was there's was about a two foot drop between off the road where the footpath is about two feet lower than the road, and that's the way you went into the shop, Blake's shop, once upon a time, where she would sell woodbines and single single woodbines. But quite a number of cows have actually dropped, so you're driving on the right hand side, and you're supposed to be able to judge it on the left hand side so again the, the structure, structure there's a big route that don't want to knock it down because of it being a protected structure but the danger and traffic held up for miles back in every direction i suppose it helps to make Ireland that little bit unique doesn't it now we hit the end of another night and my sincere thanks to bertie wall for staying on and Diane Nolan for coming at enormous expense without <laughs> any expense paid and Tom Ryan likewise and we wish both Claire and Limerick the best of luck in the holding match Sunday is that the best there to Tom isn't it yes of course it is yeah, yeah. we have a lot of listeners in Claire Pat That's the best team we they're more than welcome to Limerick Sunday absolutely <laughs> and I hope everybody is an enjoyable day mm-hmm. and park carefully as well and don't block entrances and don't block uh, Handicap spaces either.
2: Go easy in the alcohol. And, and, Jesus, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked to hear that about the. because uh, I, I gave up going to holding matches, the kids go to them, they get the tickets alright, but so yeah. I don't use I prefer to sit down and watch it on television, oh, and, yeah, so you know. The amount of drink, and
4: the age and factor now is she has dropped a bit. Yeah,
1: I mean, a bit and that's too. it folks, and yeah. the clock of business so you won't know what these two were saying after this. So good night, God bless and Take care. One o two,
0: FM. You've just been listening to the podcast of County Views, as broadcast on Limwick One o two FM on the seventh of June, twenty twenty three, from nine thirty to eleven p.m. Bertie Wall and Diane Nolan joined Paddy O'Donovan and Tom Ryan for the discussion. <music> County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie.